You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes. And it all leads up to one winning Winning drive. Welcome back, everybody, to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard the NFL chick, co-host of Ravens Post Game Uncensored on 105.7 The Fan. And I'm Cordell Woodland, host of Shaking It Up Sports on 105.7 The Fan, as well as the station's beat beat reporter for the Baltimore Ravens. So Ravens are now 3-2, and and they have sole possession of first place right now in the AFC North. Good for them because, hey, that 2-2, it was a struggle, wasn't it? (laughs) It feels like we were going through some motions. But now, I'm not saying all is right, Cordell. I'm just saying that it feels better when you come off of a win, obviously, as opposed to coming off of a loss, particularly when it's a division opponent, one that had a lot to say this offseason in the Cincinnati uh, Cincinnati Bengals, um, you know, forgetting the fact that they played dudes that were literally probably lift drivers off the street when they were playing them this time last year. So let's start with some good things on offense. We saw Um, Ronnie Stanley obviously made a return and I thought that he played exceptionally well. Now I don't recall seeing him much in the fourth quarter, if at all, um, which, you know, led to people asking coach about whether it being a pitch count, which he didn't confirm that they were just trying to ease them back in. Um, Another person that we talked about in the previous podcast was JK Dobbins, who seems to start, you know, he's getting more acclimated um, into being in this offense as well, but he also um, has been given a pitch count because of the gruesomeness of his injury. I think that this is a way, this is how you're supposed to ease people in. I don't think you just put somebody in the game and keep them in for four quarters. I think that that guys with those types of injuries that Stanley had, you know, in, in his ankle, and then we find out that JK had numerous um, injuries 
in terms of his knee situation. I think that you just got to kind of ease them in before you give them, you know, maximum ability. So I thought I thought that in this game, those two guys really played well this past Sunday. Oh, definitely. And, you know, I'll, I'll start with uh I guess I'll start with Stanley since it was his return. You know, he's out there for 22 snaps. Uh, like you mentioned, he was on a pitch count. And a couple of times, you know, we thought we figured out, okay, he's alternating series with Patrick McCarry, but there will be a couple of times when McCarry's going out there back-to-back series. Uh, so, you know, didn't really understand it at the time, but talking to Harbs after the fact and even talking to him on Monday – uh, you know, he let it be known that they were that was the plan going in. And I asked Harbs on Monday how long they felt like they're going to go with this uh, of Ronnie kind of alternating series. And he kind of put the onus back on Stanley again, saying it's up to him, up to Stanley and the, the rest of the uh, training staff as far as what their plan is going to be for him. But it's clear they want to do as much as they possibly can to make sure they can get him on the field, but also keep him on the field. Yeah. Um, and sure, it it's weird. It's weird to see offensive linemen alternating or shuffling each, ser- each series. It's not usually what you're used to seeing, but it's, it's what the Ravens have to do right now. And any way they can get Ronnie Stanley on the field, I think is they have to try to do that. Uh, I thought he played well, though, in his 22 snaps. You could definitely – see the difference between him and some of the other guys that have played left tackle for them this year. Not yeah. to see that the rest of those guys have been bad. I thought Makari played pretty well on Sunday yes. night as well. Agreed. Um, but I just think Stanley just brings a different element that these guys don't. He's strong. He's powerful. He's athletic. He's agile. And watching him go out there and at times move to the second level, it, it, it was just what they need. He was a he was a brick wall over there at the left tackle spot in passing situations. That I, I just thought that that was a very good sign for him going forward. Now J.K. Dobbins, on the other hand, somehow I don't understand how, but Kenyon Drake outsnapped J.K. Dobbins on Sunday night. Kenyon Drake had twenty seven uh, plays to J.K. Dobbins is twenty six. Now Dobbins was their leading rusher still with eight carries and 44 yards out of the backfield, their leading yeah. rusher. Uh, and that's a little over five yards a carry. So, you know, you'll take that uh, for sure. But Dobbins has shown a little frustration. He's liking tweets on Twitter yeah. of, of, you know, of like free Dobbins. And, you know, I, I understand how frustrating it could be, especially for a guy that's in his position where, you know, He's already in year three. J.K. Dobbins is, and he's not a first-round pick, so there is no picking up his fifth-year option. This this guy is, he's only got four years before the Ravens have to figure out what they want to do with him, and he's more than halfway past, you know, his contract time right now. So he feels that sense of urgency. I think he still wants to show everybody that he can be that workhorse back that he hasn't really had the opportunity to show that he can be since he's been drafted to Baltimore. His first year, Mark Ingram's there. Second year, he's hurt. Third year, he's still working his way back from the injury from his second year. So I understand him having a sense of urgency, and I appreciate it, but I think it's important for him to to look at the big picture. You know, I think that it's clear the Ravens like him. Uh, I think that they're trying to do their best to kind of protect him. And you watch J.K. Dobbins over these last three weeks, 
you can see he has gotten better and better each game. I think he's definitely trended in the right direction. And I think before we get to the end of the season, it'll be to the point to where they feel comfortable letting him go out there and be the main guy. But just right now, I don't, I don't think that they feel like he's to that point. And it's nothing more difficult than thinking you're some, you're at point A, but the organization still thinks you're, you know, at point B or what have you. So uh, I, I think it, it's just, it just means JK has to remain patient, not get too caught up in his feelings. And I, I'm, I'm saying it is easier said than done for sure, sure. but that, that's what he's got to do right now. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, it, it appears that he's an emotional person. Again, I already mentioned via Twitter, this is the same guy that when Ian Rappaport mentioned that he was not probably going to start week one, he, you know, retweeted him and, and had this, you know, very um, emotional response to him. And I bet you I'll be ready and, and such. But um, guess what? He wasn't. He was an active week one. And so eventually when asked about it, you know, he said that the organization basically saved him from himself because as much as he wants to play, he probably wasn't ready to play. So if they knew what the right thing to do with you was then back in week one, why do you think that they don't know what the right thing for you to do is now? And that's the that's the thing that I have. I think that liking tweets is childish. We've already done this with Lamar Jackson. Um, it's immature. You are, I understand that you're a young man. I get it. And I understand that you're frustrated that you want to get more carries. But finding out the extent of the injury to me says that the Ravens are making the right decision. And I think that, JK has to try to find some balance in saying, listen, I think that I'm a bit, I think that I'm ready to go full load, but then I also understand your situation. And you're right. Yes, he he is at, at, at close to where like may, maybe most guys at his stature would be getting contract extension talk. Well, he missed the whole year. There's nothing he can do about it. There's nothing you, me, JK, the Ravens can do about that. So this is really year two for him, quite frankly. Yes, it's year three that he's been in this league, but he missed the entire season due to a knee injury. So if you really want to maximize what your worth is, don't you want to be 100% healthy in doing that? And I think that, you know, once again, the Ravens are saving him from himself. And maybe in the long run, he's going to be like, y'all were right. But you have to be better at dealing with your emotions, talk to somebody offline, talk to your agent, talk to your coaches, talk to your friends, whatever. But liking tweets saying, get, just get rid of JK because y'all not playing them or, you know, all of this other stuff is childish and you need to grow up. You need to grow up. You are a football player. If you want to be frustrated, go speak to somebody, but don't do that passive aggressiveness of liking tweets so everybody can see your likes and everybody can see, you know, how you've been speaking. I got a problem with young people in general doing this, though, Cordell. And yes, this is very get off my lawnish of me, but <laughs> my old ass is used to communicating the old fashioned way, which is talking and speaking. I mean- I'm you know against what I'm saying? people using social media as their diary anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't like that. It's it, like you said, you know everybody can see what your like tweets are. Exactly. To to do that is kind of like 
Who cares? You know, it's like, I, I don't care if anybody, I don't care if, if my teammates see that I'm complaining about my carries after a win, you know, I, yeah. I don't care if my, if my coaches, my, my GM, the fans, I don't care if they see it, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like that. And I don't, I, again, I understand his frustration. He's a competitive guy. He wants Absolutely. to be out there. There's nothing wrong with that. That's good energy. You want yep. that. Yep. But it's 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 all the extracurricular. It's the next step of going to social media and doing what he's doing. I think it's creating a storyline to the point to where we're sitting here talking about it. Yep. I, I don't I don't even want to necessarily even deal with that, but it's right. it's, it's the hand that we're dealt right now. But um I'm sure that somebody will say something to him about it and you know, when whenever he's asked about it, it'll oh, I you know, no big deal. Kind of same thing with Lamar. Or I, I just like to troll people. Sometimes that ain't the answer, and I I think that's the case right now. I completely agree, and and it's really annoying. Um, I I think that the Ravens are doing the right thing. Um, you see, each week he's getting better. You see, each week he's getting more carries. You see, each week he's getting more snap counts. And so it's not like it's go- you know as long as there's no setbacks, he's going to get more snap counts. He's going to be in the game pretty much for the whole game. So I just think that it's a process that you just have to let happen because you don't want to re-injure yourself. You don't want to put yourself back into a situation where you, you know, nag something or, or, or whatever. And again, with Stanley, look, you know, I've been a person that look, get your, get out there, get out there and fight with your team. And I'm glad that he was able to do that. And you know, the funny thing about that is, is like, you know, you've heard people say like, I don't like how people have been trying to rush Stanley back. And and, and look, that's a fair thing to say, right? He is the only person that knows where his limits are. That being said, he looked really good. Yeah, he did. I don't feel bad for telling that man he needs to go back out there and play because guess what? He went out there and he played exceptionally well for this being his first start in over a year. And yes, I know that he was limited in his snap count as well, and they gave him a pitch count, but in the in action, I mean, and literally, they did like a, a, a montage on um, Sunday Night Football of Ronnie Stanley, mm-hmm. you know, and plays and coming back. He was really good, Cordell. So, yeah. you know, while at first I felt bad, I don't feel bad no more because that yeah. man was ready to play, okay? <laughs> you could have played the week before in yeah. the Buffalo game. Even if it was for 10 snaps, you could have played a little bit. Yeah, I wonder how long this snap count situation is going to go on with Stanley. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I asked Harms about it and he didn't he, he didn't make it sound like it's his plan. You know, he made it sound like it's a plan that was brought to him and he's agreeing to it. I think he's yeah. just again, he's at the place was like, whatever I got to do to get this guy on the field, I'll do it. And this happens to be the way right now. How long this goes on? I don't know. Maybe his snaps will go up next week um, against the Giants. But at some point you're going to hope that within the next couple of weeks, we're going to see Ronnie Stanley as a full go out there. And like you, I I thought he looked fantastic out there. Uh, I thought he looked like the Ronnie that I used to see, to be honest, he, he was so strong. He, he, he didn't really have a, Oh, well, this is a, this is Ronnie's first game back type moment. Like he looked really good. Uh, So we'll see if he can kind of build on that. Um, But I I think everybody is kind of just to the point now, again, like 
However we can get 79 on the field, we'll take it. Absolutely. And you already mentioned like Macari has played well in his absence. But look, at the end of the day, Ron- Ronnie Stanley is a is the a, a very high paid left tackle for a reason. And, you know, he is the guy. He should always be the guy as long as he's healthy. And he's the best option that you have for this team. And it allows Macari to, you know, be in other roles that he's able to play in if he needs if they need the depth. So, um, you know, you want your best players out there every time. And I'm sure if the Ravens really Look, if you ask them, I'm sure they would love Ronnie Stanley and J.K. Dobbins to be in full action and full swing, you know, going moving forward. But you have to be delicate about those types of guys in terms of the injuries that they had. So, you know, they're doing it the right way. And I just hope that J.K. understands that long term and has that conversation with his coaching staff and with his general manager. So then that way he doesn't have to play these games liking these tweets um, because it's silly. Okay, it's very silly and you need to grow up. And I know I said that like three times, but I don't care. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Mean. I'm tired. 